enjoyed the movie. As someone who's a true horror fan, I really loved your film, Killing Ground. Uh, thanks, Brian. Um, and please tell me this isn't a true story about when you went camping. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's not a true story. Um, though I'm sure there is, um, uh, you know, part of it is that feeling that I'm sure everyone's had when they're camping in the middle of nowhere, that um, you're a long way from civilization, a long way from help, um, and a tent is an awfully thin barrier between you and the rest of the world. Right. Um, did What sparked this idea from you to make this? Yeah, well, I mean, the very germ of the idea was an image of an orange tent in the bush. It just popped into my head. Um, I don't know where it came from, um, but I started thinking about, well, where are the campers? What's happened to them? And then that suggested the antagonist, and then someone finds the tent. Who is that? So that was the kind of very um, germ of the story. But, um, you know, as it came together, I, I started to write, you know, um, uh, the kind of film that I like to watch, you know, um, the kind of smart, intense uh, survival thriller. Um, yeah, so that's that's how it evolved. And uh, as you were writing it and you were filming, did anything change from your original idea to the final product? Um, well, the, from the very germ of the idea to um, me stepping out on set was 11 years. Um, and obviously I wasn't working on it full time. <laughs> but, um, but it was a long time, and, and I'm sure the draft you know, changed a lot um, through that development. Um, but the film, the finished film very closely reflects um, the script. So That's well, always good. Yeah. And uh, what uh, what was it like filming on location uh, out, in the, out in the woods or desert? Yeah. Um, so we, we tried to find the middle of nowhere as close to Sydney as possible. And we ended up shooting at a nature reserve um, in a southern suburb of Sydney called Macquarie Fields. Um, and actually, shooting outdoors was a nightmare. We, <laughs> we shot in supposedly the driest month of the year in Sydney, but we just got hit hard by rain. Uh, I think it probably cost us three shooting days. Um, in the end, and you know everything that costs you time on set um, is a nightmare. Um, and because most of it was set outdoors, we just we just didn't have um, a lot of wet weather cover. Um, so that was probably the most difficult thing um, of the outdoor shoot. Um, the, the one benefit of the rain was that it put out the fires. So we <laughs> the set was stalked by an arsonist. Um, <laughs> So on the second day, I arrived and was walking to the location with my producer and noticed that part of the bush had been burnt. And I said to her, what, ha what happened here? And she said that she'd talked to a fire officer who said, that's the local arsonist. Um, we can't catch it. <laughs> so um, I think the one good thing of the rain is that it just it stopped him burning the place down because I remember we had shot the, one of the climactic scenes and I wanted to go back to get some pickups the next day, and that spot, that just didn't exist anymore. That was just burnt to the ground. <laughs> Luckily, these pickups were close up, so you know I could kind of shoot them anywhere. But um, yeah.
It was not a problem I was expecting to encounter. Yeah, but I mean, the finished product is amazing, and it's just I was on the edge of my seat the whole time, and uh, the parallel stories and everything, was that always an intention to have both stories uh, in there? Yeah, I think because I conceived of the um, uh, the story the way I did, it was always in my head to try to tell the story um, of all the events that took place in that space. Um, and it was important for me that the family not simply be victims one, two, and three, that we spend some time with them, and the same with the antagonists, actually, um, that we get to know them as people before we discover who they really are. Um, and, you know, everyone's seen stories about people go to the woods, bad things happen. You try, have to try and bring something new to that, and part of that was the non-linear opening. You know, those stories are usually relentlessly linear. Um, and I hoped that um, opening the film the way I do, it makes the audience more actively involved in the storytelling. So they're trying to work out, well, who's that? And hang on, who's that? And where are we now? Um, and as those story strands wind tighter and tighter together, you know, it kind of moves people to the edge of the seat. Right. That was, that was the plan. And uh, I also have to say that I am a huge fan of the movie poster of the film. So many movie posters <laughs> just feature, like, just some actor's face in the title. This is just, like, artfully done. And uh, did you come up with this, or who, who did the poster? No, so that was um, that was IFC Midnight. I mean, I think if you look at um, um, look for the movie poster online, um, most of the posters are some version of the tent in the woods, with yeah. or without smile. <laughs> <laughs> but that that's it's a really cool poster and I have to really say I really like it. I could see that hanging up in the in the house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um so obviously you're like a huge fan of a film. What uh are some of like directors or artists that have shaped your uh creative uh your creativity over the years? Yeah, look, I mean I really love um Kubrick and Hitchcock and Fincher, Michael Haneke. Um, I'm a big fan of thrillers. I think it's a really, you know, interesting space. You know, you can um, tell a story that gets the audience on the edge of their seat and then leave them with something to think about afterwards. Yeah. So a lot of my favorite filmmakers work in that space. That's cool. And I mean, you emulate. I, I even thought uh, Kubrick when watching Killing Ground in some scenes. I was like, wow, this is like this perfectly framed and just like the tension is there. I loved it. Well, well that so. is very flattering. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, and my last question for you, uh, and, you know, obviously you're a huge fan of just movies in general, and you said you're a big fan of thrillers more. Uh, what are some of your favorite scenes from movies that have always stuck with you? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I, just because we were talking about it the other day, um, the firecracker scene in Boogie Nights. Oh, that's a great one. That's like just insanely suspenseful. Um, uh, I could watch that scene over and over. Um, the um, heist that goes wrong in Heat um, is another um, scene that springs to mind. Um, Actually, Paul Thomas Anderson and is another favorite filmmaker, and you could you could pick many of the scenes. Um, they just work so well. I think. Yeah, they they are so good. Those are great scenes. That firecracker scene. Now I have to go watch that scene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for your time, Damien. I uh, love the movie, and I wish you the best of it. Uh, no, thank you very much. Thanks, Brian.